When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. weeks I'm proud of myself um <laughs> we got some interesting things to talk about this week this week is interesting this shit happening man there's things going on firstly football season has started thank god thank god now niggas no longer have to wake up for brunch because you know we could say the giants is playing or the jets is on or the patriots or whatever Sunday is back for niggas now, ladies. They get that brunch shit out of here. Better brunch by your fucking self. Straight up. I'm staying home. I'm gonna do laundry and watch football all day and scratch my nuts. I'm not even gonna take a shower. It's Sunday. Niggas don't bathe on Sunday. Unless we're leaving the house. Fuck. <laughs> Saturday, you bathe just in case you go somewhere. Sunday is like, if I ain't got nothing planned, then I'm gonna sit right here in these Nike shorts. And just roll up. I wash my face, brush my teeth, wash my hands, you know what I'm saying? Quick little, like, you know, wash up. But ain't no be no bathing on a Sunday, niggas. Not yeah. single niggas. Not shit. <laughs> fuck? You got a girl, maybe she'll make you go wash her. Oh, you musty? All right. But <laughs> anyway, football season is back. Um, super happy. This season is looking good. Uh, my Jets... My Jets, we, we we fucked up our first game. We was up 16 and let let uh, the Bills beat us, but it's all right. Um, that's what we do. The Jets, we always lose home openers, um, but um, we played hard. Uh, the Giants lost to the Cowboys, and we appreciate that. Um, <laughs> the fucking Browns got blown out. Odell and all these niggas, y'all talked this shit all summer, and they get smoked. And then the fucking Steelers get smoked by the Patriots. By the Patriots. But Antonio Brown. Now let's talk about this man for a minute. Antonio Brown wanted out of Pittsburgh. He was on the Steelers. And uh, to the ladies listening, I'm, I'm not going to stay on this long. I know y'all don't watch football. Antonio Brown, star wide receiver of the Pittsburgh Steelers, wanted out of Pittsburgh. So he wanted to go to New England. 
that's not fucking happening. These motherfuckers are in our conference and our division. We're not just giving you to the Patriots. Kind of the same deal, like, with the Pelicans and the Lakers. Like, nigga, the Lakers are in the Western Conference. I'm not giving Anthony Davis for none of that shit they got. And then they ended up doing it anyway. But that's, you know, whatever. Um, So now Antonio Brown doesn't want to be on the Raiders anymore. They traded him to the Raiders. He doesn't want to be there. He's raising hell. He's having arguments with management and coach and staff, and he's just making a big deal out of everything. He's making a problem, problem with the helmet. And now it got to the point where he disrespected, I think, the GM, and he was like, listen, this nigga could go. So they released him. The Patriots pick him up immediately. Now, the last time the Patriots had an elite wide receiver uh, toward the end of their limelight, if you will, was Randy Moss. And that year they went undefeated and eventually eventually lost the Super Bowl to the New York Giants. And uh, how the fuck Tom Brady goes and lives with the fact that he lost two Super Bowls to Tom, to Eli Bumass Manning is beyond me. But anyway, that's not the point. The point is, fuck the Patriots, okay? That's the point. Fuck the Patriots and fuck them getting fucking Antonio Brown. Like, come on. He could have came to the Jets. Come on, boy. Come to the Jets. Your man is there, nigga. Your boy. Your man running back. The fuck, nigga. I keep forgetting this nigga name. <laughs> Le'Veon Bell. Le'Veon fucking Bell. And he was eating Sunday, too. He was eating for the Jets. We did all right. Um, but anyway, that's football. Let me get off of that. Uh, this Kevin Hart thing, right? Let's talk about this Kevin Hart thing. There's some, there's, there's some theories out there, Kevin. Um, now, initially we heard Kevin Hart had a crazy car accident. Car fell off the road into a ditch. Kevin Hart had to have emergency severe back surgery, which went well, and he'll be fine, and we're happy. We're happy that Kevin will be okay. That's first. You don't want to see nobody go through no no pain and none of that, right? But now the, 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 the details come out, and it's like, okay, Kevin had a car accident. The security team came and picked him up took him home. Hmm. You're in a severe car accident, your back is fucked up, and you go home first. Weird. Secondly, he was in the car with a dude and some woman. They were not hurt. Um, there was no alcohol, so nobody was drunk. Kevin Hart's wife made the 911 call. And um, let me see if I can find it. And I can play it for you guys so you can hear the tone in her voice in which she made the call. It was like, you know, I'm calling for my husband, but I don't even know what's going on, really. And this nigga on some bullshit. <laughs> so um, let me see if I can find this, uh, this voice recording. Did TMZ? All right, hold on. And we're going to talk about The weekend. We're going to talk about the weekend. I'm not going to give nothing away. I'm just going to say that and leave it be. We're going to talk about the weekend because he's wild. He's wild. Um, I'm hearing Eddie Murphy might be going back to stand-up. Uh, Nicki Minaj announced retirement. We're going to take a deep dive into that because as my listeners know, 
I've been on Nikki's ass for a little while now. And our, um, we're going to get some straightening going on. We're going to get some straightening going on because um, I'm not saying, like, I told you so or I told you this bitch was wild. I just, I know things, I see things, and I say things. And oftentimes, you know, people think I'm hating or they, you know, they don't, when you when you uh, have foresight, it's very hard to make other people with lesser ability see that. So, you know, um, it's hard to convince people to see what you see. You just got to kind of be patient and learn to take your time and allow things to present themselves as they were presented to you with your foresight. Like some people are just a little bit more intricate than others and they see through certain things because they know shit. So, you know, that's all. That's all. I just seen, I seen this coming. I told y'all she was wild and I told y'all she was spiraling. I told y'all. And everybody said, leave her alone. Right? I wasn't bullying Nikki. I was, I was doing what Joe Budden couldn't do. I was fucking saying what Joe Budden couldn't say because of his relationships. I don't have relationships with anybody. I don't know these people. So I can say whatever the fuck I want. Also, too, Kylie and um, Travis Scott doing Playboy. That's big. So um, following in her sister's footsteps. I don't know if she's going to be butt-ass. We'll see. We'll see. All right. I can't find this audio. Y'all going to have to look it up on your own. Just look it up. Do your own research. But there is audio of her. It was leaked out. Her uh, 911 call. And Nico Hart calling the uh, police for uh, Kevin and, you know, getting the ambulance to him. Allegedly, he was uh, 20 minutes from his home when the accident happened. And he was maybe 30 minutes from the hospital. So it would have served him more sense to just go straight to the hospital. But the more de- the more details will come out as time goes, but um hopefully it ain't no bullshit. Hopefully Kev not on that, you know, shock media and he's not doing things just to keep his name out there and have people feel sorry for him and you know, shit like that. Because his light is dimming. Dave Chappelle getting a lot of light in the comedy world and I know that could be a little frustrating for Kevin because he hasn't had much competition the last few years, kinda like Nikki. Which is a great segue right to Nikki. Let's talk about it. Now, Nicki Minaj has been going crazy for the last two, three years now. Um, I have been here for every incident. I was here for the Nikki versus Remy issue. I was here for the Nikki versus Cardi. Nikki, Cardi at the Met Gala, there's a shoe thrown. Riley puts a lump on Cardi's head. There's all kind of things. So now today I'm watching for, um, I'm watching Complex's uh, Everyday Struggle. And apparently, Nikki DM academics talking crazy. Um, I mean, hey, academics is going to drag this for as long as he can. Y'all can follow him in, in, in his YouTubes and whatever he do and see how he handle that. Uh, me, personally, i seen this coming. Now, Nikki announced retirement to start a family, right? And no, no there's nothing wrong with that. Congrats to Nikki. If that's really what she wants to do, congrats to her. Now, she did come out and kind of clear up that statement. Um, 50 Cent said she should take a break. This is the thing with, what, with taking a break for Nikki. She took a break. She took a very long break at that. She took maybe four years in between Pink Print 
and whatever that last album was, Queen, right? So in between that time, that last album, Pink Print, was the breakup with Safari into the relationship with Meek when Nicki was still somewhat active doing records, but she wasn't making any individual projects. When Nicki began to roll out her own songs, which was a four-pack, she dropped four records. I don't know if you guys remember all these songs, but let's take a little trip because, you know, as a music lover and as a, like, hip-hop fanatic, I remember certain things in, in, in music, and I see things from a different perspective as a person, you know, uh, in this, maybe you want to say, media sphere of content creators. So, I, um, I watch things. So, let's take you back to Nicki Minaj, right? Now, we're going to go to her song. And she dropped a lot of singles, right? I don't know if they're still here. Okay, so let me see if I can find these shits because mm. oh shit, no, 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 no. Um <laughs> Hold on. Because I want to play these records because I know y'all don't remember them. But they did come out and they did happen. And I don't want people to be like, oh, when was that? I don't remember that song. And it's like, you're not going to remember that song. You're not. You're not going to remember a lot of these songs. Um, she did a lot of remixes, which really doesn't count for herself. Here we go. Now, this is one of the songs that came out, right? Remember this? You probably don't because this song fucking flopped. I don't need no fraud. I don't need no drama when you call. Do y'all remember these trash records? I don't need no Do we remember this? It's the single Nicki dropped. Because I don't need no fraud. I don't need no God. drama when you call. This is another single she dropped. With Wayne on it. More trash for your head top. Not even Wayne could help her. I did it for everybody I had on the young. I did it for the ones who walk a mile in them cages and never tell me no. Come get me when I fall. And tell me when I'm And then of course it was this record. I changed. Yeah, I probably never heard these records because they didn't work. It's just a little R and B tune. Now maybe the, the Nikki fans remember these. But the mass media public. We don't remember those records, right? That was 20, what? Top of 20, into 2017, Nicki dropped these three records. There was another one after that. It didn't work, right? Now, this was the beginning of the fall of Nicki Minaj. Now, I seen that, and I was like, damn, Nicki dropped three songs, and none of them shit stuck? I said nothing. And yes, I'm going on a deep dive tangent on this, because I've been saying it, and y'all told me I was crazy, and I was bugging. But I'm telling y'all, 
So now we fast forward. She has issues with Cardi. The whole motorsport shit happens, right? Joe Budden says what he says on Everyday Struggle. Academic says what he says. She comes on Joe Budden's podcast. Bitches him. He lets her. Like, fam, you have nothing to lose dealing with Nikki right now. She can't blackball you at this point. She is not in power anymore. She might used to call shots behind the scenes, but she is not a valuable commodity. That fear that you people used to have dealing with her and not exposing her personal shit is going away. And she's trying to show her teeth so people leave it alone, leave her alone. But it's like, we can see your armor getting thin. The steel ain't as thick as it used to be. You're looking like foil now. So anyway, we fast forward. Cardi comes out. Cardi does amazing. Nikki now is like, oh, shit. All right, this Cardi bitch is doing her thing. She's um, Grammy now. I got to do something. Here comes the album now. Here comes the Nicki Minaj Queen album in which she drops the week after Travis Scott. Um, leading up to this Queen album, um, I think she had one record working for her. Let me see if I can remember this record that worked for her. <clears throat> now, um, during this Queen run, right, she dropped... Um, Bunch of records, boot up remix and all kind of other shit. Um, I don't even remember the single for that fucking album. If she even did one. Let me see if I can find it on the album. Let's see. Um, she had Barbie Dreams. She did Rich Sex with uh, Lil Wayne. Oh, this was the songs, yeah. Now she dropped this shit, right? Fans loved it. Hood bitches loved this record. This record didn't do well on the hey, charts. Look like I'm going for a swim. Didn't Dump go well. on him now, swinging off the rim. Bitch ain't coming off the bench. And then she did this record. Mm. This record I really didn't mm. like. <laughs> But then she did this record. Full blown. I'm calling nonstop cause he don't wanna miss this. I said don't panic, this keep the faith, nigga. Big bitch, If you know your pussy worth a bitch. This was the single bro. And then she did this one that kinda worked for like two mm. weeks. This had the internet on fire for like a good three days. Right, so now we've, none of this shit's working, right? Travis outsells her, right? None of this shit's working. Travis outsells her. She does merch with Just Dawn. It doesn't help. Nobody's buying Nikki's merch. Nobody wants fucking Nikki merch. Travis's merch actually went toward his album sales. She hated on it. Hated that shit. Even though she did the same thing, she hated on it because it didn't work for her. So now she comes out and she disses Travis, calls him cocksucker of the week, blah, 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 blah. She's spiraling. She's in the media. She's on this radio show every week. And then the album doesn't, you know, it fizzles out. So Nikki goes on tour. Her tour gets canceled in the U.S. She's on tour with Future. Future backs out. I'm good on that. I can't do that. <laughs> so now they do the European run. And Nikki gets low for a little while. And then she comes back with this dude. Which is interesting. Because the Meek breakup happens. You know, Meek comes back out stronger than ever. He's on fire. She was dealing with Nas for a little while. That, you know, Virgos don't have 
you know, we, we get in, we get out. You know, we get intrigued by the outside, like, oh, shit, Nikki trying to fuck with me? Let me see what's in there. Ooh, no, 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 I don't like that. <laughs> we get in, we go. So her Nas don't go well. Um, and she comes up with this dude. I don't know this guy. We don't know who he is, really, most of us. Uh, apparently, he's somebody from Nikki's past before the fame. Um, and that's great for her. Great. She found love again, and that's beautiful. I'm not going to hate on that at all. So now... She gets back on a radio show again. Goes on more tirades. Spirals a little more. And uh, she has Joe Budden come up there. Screams at him for about an hour. I couldn't really get through that. Goes on his podcast. Curls, calls Rory a sodomite. Damn near. Telling him he fucks people in the ass. And he sticks things up people's asses. Broomsticks or whatever the fuck. She, it gets weird. But they let all that shit go. Um... And now we see the announcement of retirement to start a family. My whole thing is this, you know, nobody really cares. You didn't have to announce that. You could have just did it. Nobody would have got mad at you. You know, Beyonce don't say, hey, guys, not going to be making an album for a little while. I'm about to get me and Jay trying to get pregnant. Like, they don't do that. She just pops out pregnant. Like, oh, shit, Beyonce's pregnant. Oh, my God. Um, she handled that all wrong. Now, this is the, not the beginning. The beginning of the end started a while ago. That's what I'm telling y'all. The end is near for Nicki Minaj. It is almost over. Meg Thee Stallion is, is here. Cardi is about to drop another album. I don't know when, but she's due for a new album. And the focus will 100% undoubtedly be on her. There's no room for Nicki anymore. There's no room. I'm sorry, Nicki. Okay? It's a different time. You got all these female artists coming out that are dope. Your sound is outdated. Your style, your whole thing, the whole barbs thing, it's old. It got old, and it's okay. When Nicki first dropped, she was bigger than Drake, way bigger. She was ahead of Drake by a landslide in the initial first two, three albums, two, three years, I should say, her career. Nicki's first album was way bigger than Drake's. Nikki's second album was way bigger than Drake's. Her records were bigger than Drake's at a time. Her songs, her singles were bigger than Drake's. And then Drake just kind of turned it on and left Nikki in the dust. And I could understand her feelings of, damn, I was out the same time as this nigga. And look at him. And I was out around the same time as Cole. And look at Cole. Why nobody don't love me like they love them? You know what? They don't. Nikki, you talk too much. To be honest, 100%, she do too much. Learn to shut the fuck up. Like, you got a problem with Cardi, put it in the record. We don't want to hear you on your radio going crazy. And she got mad at Envy for saying, put it on a record. Envy said, be tired of hearing you talk, bitch, put it in a song. Rap. Don't nobody want to hear all that shit. Rap. You're a rapper. To my old bitches, don't even write their rhyme. Rap about that. Don't nobody want to hear you talk about that. Don't nobody want to read them tweets. Don't nobody want to see these posts. Oh, number one song on iTunes. That ain't hard to do. You jumped on a song with Meg Thee Stallion. The song is a flop. I'm sorry. The song is trash. That Hot Girl Summer record is terrible. It didn't need Nicki on it. And Ty Dolla Sign could have did way better. But I understand it was for Nicki's benefit. Meg don't need a record. She's hot already with her old shits. Her song with the baby just went gold. And that song is old. So her shits is still streaming. She's good. Meg did a solid for Nicki. She ain't need you. She did not need you. All right? She with money bag, yo, that's interesting to the blogs. That's going to help her. But, um, yeah, Nikki done. 
I said this like two years ago, and everybody said, yo, leave her alone. You bugging. She's not done. She's the queen. All of that shit is cool, but she done. Nobody wants to hear her shit no more. And another person has got to be done. Summer Walker, man. What the fuck? Is this bitch going to drop any more music? Bryson Tiller got a baby on the way. We ain't getting no more fucking Bryson songs. No more sad ones. And I'll tell you like this. I'm going to tell you like this. Bryson Tiller, you are the male Keisha Cole. We don't want to hear no happy shit from you, bro. Don't even drop an album. Don't nobody want, don't Chance the Rapper us. Chance dropped a happy ass album and the album fucking sucks. There's like three, four songs on there that's going to work. And the other 23 songs on that motherfucker are terrible. Chance is too happy right now. Like sometimes when you in a good mood, you don't make good music. Right? Like niggas don't want to hear happy music all the time. Chance is singing about marriage and, and having a family to millennials who don't want that shit. <laughs> That's why it's fair. Nigga, don't don't no 22-year-old look up to that. Nigga, you married. Ew, nigga. You ain't fucking these hoes? Man, I'm, that's why I fuck with Future. Because Future is going to be an old, dirty nigga the rest of his life. Future fucks all the bitches, right? Has all the drip calls and makes the great, great music. Like, niggas like that. Niggas don't want to hear no positivity. And Future going through it. Maybe that's why he, uh, you know, makes such great songs because he's sad maybe. But yeah, nigga, I don't want to hear your happy shit. So, Bryson, congratulations. That is beautiful. I'm happy you found love, my brother. But don't drop none of that happy shit. Wait to, no, nah. Take time. Take maybe another three years. Take your time. And then pop out of nowhere like, oh, shit, I do remember Bryson Tiller. I don't care no more. <laughs> uh, nah, but um, congrats to him. That's beautiful. But Summer Walker, man, she's on Instagram with new titties. She's been uh, stripping on poles, like meeting fans, taking pictures in parlor. Bitch, where's the music? Where's the music? She gave us one great project and then disappeared. What the fuck happened? Oh, man. I was happy for I wanted I, I wanted new music from her. Um Cuffin season is coming, right? It's coming. It's September. Tomorrow's 9-11. I would drop a bomb, but that's not appropriate. Um <laughs> Damn, that was a bad joke. But it's old. Get over it. It wasn't even outside back then. Anyway, uh yeah, tomorrow's 9-11. Um Condolences to all the families that uh, lost people on 9-11. And um, we pray, keep, on, uh, keep y'all in our prayers. And thank you to all the people that fought the war on terrorism in Iraq and Afghanistan. And thank y'all for your service. We appreciate and love you guys. Armed Forces and Navy and all of y'all. Marine Corps, Air Force, everybody. Thank you. Um, keeping this country safe. As far as we know, you know. Um, but uh, cover season coming, right? The air is getting a little crisp outside, getting cold. And uh, I just want to say, you bitches had a terrible offseason. Now, amongst this hot girl summer shit, Meg didn't tell these bitches they got to keep their weight down. Like, I think they looked at her and seen her antics. And they see behind the scenes of her, like, actually, like, watching what the fuck she be eating. Because her body, you know, when you're an entertainer like that, you have to work out. It's part of your life. Like, they make you exercise, especially as a female artist that's on stage with choreography. 
especially when your image is your body and your image is sex and selling it. Meg is twerking. She's in bikinis. She, we, we need your body to stay right. You think Meg not on no crazy diet? You think she don't exercise? You think she just pouring douce in niggas' mouth all over the summertime and just, you think that's what she doing? You know this Meg ain't gained a pound. She got a man. She ain't fat. You bitches all summer done drank yourselves into oblivion. Y'all gained 10, 15, 20 pounds this over the summer, man. And I'm, I'm upset. I'm upset at y'all because I wanted better for y'all. I thought this hot girl summer shit was going to be about having the most fun and having the most thrilling times and not letting no men stress you out, right? That was the whole, you being you, you proud of you, just you and all that, right? But now that it's over and you look back and you just realize all you did was attend day party after day party and uh, you just been laking old niggas all summer because you don't want to add to your body count. Bitches ain't slick. Bitches are going to fuck the same. This is why bitches throw subs on the internet because they be horny. Bitches be horny and a nigga that they want to fuck because they don't want to add to the body count acting up. Or he moving funny with her. Like, oh, you don't want to fuck me no more? Like, bitch, no. Sometimes niggas don't want to fuck you no more. Like, y'all be thinking y'all pussy don't ever expire. Pussy expires. Can we talk about that for a minute? Pussy has an expiration date. And I don't mean to make this sound so, so, so like chauvinistic or so like, like, uh, like making vagina a thing, but it is a thing. But, um, it does expire. The, the, a tree, the allure of anybody. And I don't have nothing to do with just for pussy. It, men too. Sometimes the allure goes away. And, you know, a nigga might not want to fuck you as much as he used to because at this point it's like eh, there's a lot that come with that pussy. I don't really want to deal with that. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's sometimes it's more than just sex. It's the mental part of it. Like I want to fuck her, but I gotta see her. She's gonna come over here. She gonna do all this talking and she gonna ask me why I'm acting like that. And it's like I just want to have sex. I I I really don't want to talk much. We have sex. Like, you coming over here, you got your shoes off, you took off your clothes, you jumped in the bed. Why you do... What, how long are you trying to be here? You know what I mean? Like, y'all... Women, I understand y'all want attention and y'all want people to love you and be with you and be on you and shit, but the pussy expires. And when the nigga energy change... Come on. Y'all been... Come on. I don't know why people can't put two and two together. This nigga used to fiend to fuck me. Now he don't fiend to fuck me. You know why? Because it expired. He's no longer intrigued by that anymore. Not from you. He's over it. And this is a sad reality. And it happens to men too. The dick expired too. I don't want men to think I'm just jumping on y'all. Niggas too. But the only difference is men, women will stay with this nigga. Like a nigga, women will stay with a nigga who they don't want to fuck no more because they love him. They just don't like fucking him. So it's like, I could leave him, but that's not enough reason to leave. He, he got to give me a reason. Just because I don't like having sex with him no more don't mean I'm going to leave. I'll just deal with it. Because I love him. But when, but man, when niggas is like, and once the pussy gone, it's like, I don't want to fuck my girl no more. Now we go, like, we go cheat on you. Like, what am I supposed to do? <laughs> pussy expires. Sex expires. I just say sex. I keep saying pussy. 
sex expires. Sometimes the law of sex from a person, it fades. You know? It's an uncomfortable reality that happens. But um, I don't even know how I got there. But um, let me think of my phone. Oh, yeah, the cover season. Yes, 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 yes. You bitches going into the cover season out of shape. I meant to say that. Y'all going in out of shape. The season is starting, and you guys haven't been training this summer. You haven't been working out. I didn't see y'all on Instagram with LeBron in the gym listening to Big Crit with wireless Beats headphones and no shirt on. Y'all, what the fuck? Like, I'm seeing extra neck, a lot of thick wrists. So you bitches been eating all summer. It's been a hot dessert summer. That's what it looked like. Hot dessert and liquor. And you know what's the hardest thing about, well, the hardest thing to do is to watch somebody fall off and you can't tell them. You ever watch somebody fall off like, damn, she is fucking slipping. But it's not really your place to tell them that. So you don't. Because it's like, I have a friend, right? Let me use an example. I'm not going to use no name. I have a friend. We know the same girl, right? It's a mutual friend we have in common. Him and her are a little bit, you know, they're cooler than me and her. Me and her, you know, we know each other, but I don't speak to her often. When I see her, it's all love, but I don't know her. We don't, I mean, know her. I know her, but we don't, we ain't cool like that. Like, I don't have a phone number. We don't text, you know. Him and her, they have that kind of relationship. They used to work together. So, you know, they're friends and they're friendly. So he tells her, like, hey, you know, what's up? Your weight getting a little crazy. I, you know, now this is a married man. He don't have no reason to say that. Ain't like he want. I don't want you. I'm just saying as your friend, like, yo, you look, you, you slipping. Like, what's up? And the shit that kill me is, it be women with no kids that be looking the worst. The women with kids be looking amazing. So the, all the ladies with kids, salute to y'all. I know women with three kids that don't look like they have any, and I know women with no kids that look like they have two. It's fucking wild. And you know what, what, what the baby be? The girls that look like they got kids, it be alcohol. They cannot chill. Alcohol makes you fat. You fucking dumb bitches. I, 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 let me calm down. That was rude. You fools. <laughs> Stop drinking alcohol. It is ruining, ruining, ruining you. I don't know why I couldn't get that word off. It is ruining you. You are gaining weight, fellas. It is washing you up. You know why your hairline is receding? Because you keep drinking Hennessy. Ladies, you know why you can't get rid of that fupa? Because that's a fanny pack full of fucking liquor. That's what shit is. That's a fanny pack of liquor around your stupid ass stomach because you can't fucking chill. Stop drinking fucking alcohol. You don't need the shit. You don't need the shit. You can't have a good time without drinking alcohol. You have to have a drink. And what's so deep about it is people don't even be comfortable in social settings unless they have a drink in them. Which further adds to the, uh, the normality of a drinking problem. People have drinking problems because they are socially awkward. I'm not comfortable around people sober. I need a drink to calm my nerves so I can be here and function and, and have fun. If you got to do that to have fun, is that really a place? That's not fun. You have to be under the influence of alcohol to have a good time. You can't just go and have a good time. Now, I know the people that drink are like, oh, shut the fuck up, nigga. 
right. You right. Oh, why you so, stop smoking so much weed, mom? You ain't never seen weed kill a nigga. First of all, can you get in the car and off marijuana? Sure. You remember it, too. Get pissy drunk and try to drive. You can't. You can't, bro. You can't function. And it'll be always be people that don't smoke weed that got the most to say. I was one of those people. If you don't smoke weed, you really don't know. You can't really tell nobody that smokes how to move or what this, that, this is. No, no, you don't smoke, bro. You just watch him. You don't know. I used to drink. So I'm telling you, I've drank liquor before. Many years I've, I was a drinker. I stopped. I didn't like the way I carried myself when I was drunk. I didn't like the way my body felt when I drank alcohol. I didn't like the, the way my weight went up when I was drinking like if 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 people cut the drinking out of their out of their daily lives, they'll lose so much weight. They'll come down with the sodium will drop. The pressure, like everything, will be improved. I don't know how often y'all go to the doctor, but the way y'all drink, I don't think y'all go to the doctor often because the doctor would say, "What are you doing? You are borderline diabetic because of alcohol. It can happen. You could become diabetic from liquor. Yes, we don't do that. So." I'm on like a little anti-liquor run right now. My little campaign. I just want people to find other shit to do instead of alcohol. You know, let's find more other way, other ways to have fun. You don't always got to go out and have a drink to enjoy yourself. Why don't you do activities? I'm like, but yeah, but what if I could do activities drunk? No, you can't do everything. Fam. Anyway, it's cuffing season. You bitches is out of shape, and I wanted to get that off, and that's that. So moving on. <laughs> Moving on In other news NBA Right NBA Season's coming man We about a month away From basketball 2K is out Straight up So you know Football season in 2K That's how you know Summer done Football started And 2K came out Oh it's over We locked in I'm in the crib Ain't no going out Hey, Day party Shit Yeah Play 2K today That's 2K party Yeah we do that See, me, I don't play video games, but I used to. And I understand how serious 2K is. I remember. I understand. Trust me. I currently don't have, a, a you know, a time in my life for that. Um, and I don't have no desire for it. I'm not a video game nigga. And, then you know, I just know for me that's not that's not for me. It's just a distraction. Because when you can't play 2K half-ass, you got to get nice. And to get nice, you got to put time in. And... You got to put real time in. Like, you got to really put time in. You have to. And it's very hard to live the life I live and have a video game life. I like to smoke weed, bro. I don't want to be playing niggas on, on high and he blow me out. Nah, I got, no, fuck that. I'd rather just not play. Because niggas ain't going to have my online record looking crazy. Niggas ain't going to be able to talk shit on Facebook that they smacked me by. No, fuck that. I'd rather not play at all. You know? Know your limitations. Know your lane. So that ain't for me. I don't play video games no more. No diss against it. It's just not for me. Um, but anyway, NBA about a month away. It's coming. Zion, LeBron in the Lakers. Katie in Brooklyn. Kyrie in fucking LA. All kind of shit going on. I'm ready. I'm ready. Baseball's coming to an end. Playoffs about to start. Let's go Yankees. Yankees all day. That's my team. I only fuck with two New York teams, and that's the Yankees and the Jets. 
Mets, Knicks. Nets, I don't got no hate for the Nets, but I don't fuck. Ain't me. I'm a Bulls. Let's go Bulls. This season, you know, we ain't going to be great. I'm just looking for 35 wins. We could get 35 wins this year. We'll be all right. We'll be all right. We building. 35 wins is all I need, Chicago. We go over that, then shit. We on. We on. But um, Melo's still looking for a job. Don't know what the fuck he going. Um, he's uh, not working currently. And speaking of Melo. Power. Let's just get into this. Power, man. What's up? And then after this, we're going to talk about the beautiful show that is Snowfall. Because I don't know I don't know what the fuck y'all niggas is doing. I really don't know what y'all doing if y'all not up on Snowfall. It's third season three. The le- episode from last Wednesday. Like, there's a new episode that come on tonight. When y'all hear this is Wednesday. So tonight, there's a new episode of Snowfall, 10 o'clock, FX. Channel 40, if you got Optimum. Um, it's like that episode was just like, how do you, what do you do now? I'm not going to spoil it. I don't want to say what happened. I know people still watching it and catching up. So I'm not going to do that to y'all. I'm going to let you, you know, uh, I got sense. But power, man, get the fuck out of here. 50 Cent is on The Breakfast Club today. 50 Cent says that he's working on a, a six seasons of a spinoff of power. Where there's like a carry on and... Where this show finishes, but there's a second part of Power that continues. And he got six seasons of that. And if you watch the show, Charlemagne's digging ass. Always got to fucking get information for, for content. So he, yeah, he dug a little bit. And 50 told him, Tariq is setting up to be the next Tommy and Ghost. His little college friend. The little girl going to be the new Tasha. And you can see it happening. You know what I'm saying? Like it's restarting. He's moving the pills now. His dad started with the whatever coke and all this, and now his son is in school and he's fucking with the pills. So you see it happening all over again. It's uh, it's, it's, it's happening. Um, this episode that just finished, um, where they basically try to break this bitch out of jail. Um, I'm gonna keep it a bean. And I'm not hating on Lala, but I'm sick of seeing her. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm, like, it got so bad. Power got so bad that they had to give Lala a bigger role. And it's just like, come the fuck on, man. Holly didn't die for this, bro. Holly didn't die so you could fucking have Lala running around like some gangster fucking drug dealer's girlfriend. This nigga showing her the fucking ropes. Nigga, what the fuck are you doing? Um, this, 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 this nigga, man, this nigga, um, Lorenz Tate. Now, great actor. Hate his character on this show. I fucking hate, I hate him on this show. He's, so, he's dirty. We still don't know what this nigga got going on. He's beating up his assistant. This nigga's getting his dick sucked by the assistant's girl. And then beating up this nigga. Like, he's really violating him. And, um... It's just, this Queen's Child Project is not happening. Y'all been talking about this Queen's Child Project for how long? I don't want to hear about that shit. Listen, you and that fuck, you, Lorenz Tate, Ghost, and that Queen's Child Project can get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here with the QCP. He's like, oh, what's going on? It's supposed to be groundbreaking. There's, there's, there's still nothing being done about the QCP. Get, nigga, Ghost. 
you know, I'm getting upset. I'm, I, I told y'all power been trash since the season Ghost was in jail and he had to kill Charlie Murphy with the weights. And we all knew that that was Tommy's father. That whole season. Now, if y'all go sit here and fucking lie, you could get in the tub. Can I talk my shit again? I dare y'all to say y'all didn't know that was Tommy's father that season. I fucking dare you. Everybody knew it. It was so predictable. And that was the season I was like, I'm done with power. I'm done. I see everything happening. I, oh, everything that's happening. You kind of, you, you, you saw it coming. The shit with the Italians. Now the Italians ain't even in the picture no more. They only dealing with Jason, the white boy. Oh God. Like, yo, son, power is so, so frustrating. And you can't not watch it because you want to see it do better because you're used to it being better. The like that last season where they killed Lobos, that was the last good season of Power. I'll tell you, that might have been season three, bro. I'm telling you. But um, Snowfall. Oh my God. Can I talk my shit again? Snowfall. It gets better every week, right? Now, I watched the episode last week. Well, not, well, two weeks ago. Two, two weeks ago. This whole season's been crazy, man. But two weeks ago, the episode. Now, if y'all haven't seen the episode from two weeks ago, I'm sorry. Well, Franklin kills the cop. Brushes it off to look like a suicide. Um, it was kind of hard to understand where they would take it the next episode. Like, damn, what the fuck could they possibly do next? And I watched this new episode this morning. I watched it this morning before I went to work. I woke up early, took a shower, rolled a spliff, put a snowfall on, I smoked it. I watched the episode. And then I got dressed, ate some cereal, went to work. I had a good day today. Um, so salute to me having a good day today. Um, and it, the episode was just crazy. Now, like I said, I'm not gonna give y'all details of what happened. You just gotta catch up and watch it. But um, wow, is all I gotta say. Yo, Reem, man, I meant to call you too. Um, he called me the next day, like, yo, did you see Snowfall? I'm like, nah. I didn't have a chance to watch it till this morning. And wow, man, guys, please. If you don't do nothing else. I know I tried to tell y'all about Game of Thrones. Maybe it's too boring for you. Snowfall is not that. Please start watching Snowfall. Every Wednesday on FX. This is season three. I, I, I'm not getting paid to promote this show. I am telling you guys, the, probably the best show on TV, man. I heard Ballers is doing great. Um, I have to binge watch Ballers. I'm not up to date on that, but I hear great things. And me, unlike you guys, I'm not hard-headed. When I hear about a good show, I check it out. Same thing like Euphoria. I kept hearing about it. I watched it. I loved it. So I'm, I have no doubt Ballers is probably that. Also, Billions. I've been told Billions was phenomenal. I'm going to get into that, too. There's a couple shows I got to get on. Hands Maid's Tale. Got to get on to that. I heard about that since last year. I'm going to get on that. It's on Hulu. Um, the Wu-Tang documentary. Not documentary. I'm sorry. So Wu-Tang show on Hulu. Now, I was under the impression that this was a show about the origin of how Wu-Tang came together. In the first episode, though, Raekwon's character shoot up Ghostface's character's house. And I'm like, 
how the fuck was these niggas best buddies if this happened? And it's like, no, no, well, the, the, the show is not based on true events. It's just based on characters. But I'm like, it's based on real shit because it's in Staten Island. Like, Method Man really worked at the ferry. And in the, in the show, Dave East, who's playing Method Man, salute to Dave East, is working at the ferry. RZA, who was a producer and had a crazy upbringing, his brother was a drug dealer. All of that is is true in the show, but some of the events are not true. You got RZA in the middle of Ghost and Ray. He's trying to protect Raekwon, right? Raekwon in the streets. He homeless. He doing what he got to do to survive. Ghostface taking care of his, his disabled brothers. His mom is an alcoholic, and he doing what he got to do to survive in the drug thing. RZA do the drug thing, too, but only because his brother in jail and he got to provide for the family. Just check it out. It's on Hulu. It's actually pretty interesting. I got through three episodes very fast. I was just kind of like, oh, this is all right. But the stories don't add up. It's like Ghost and Ray was best best boys. Like, they was homie. They did the purple tape. How the fuck were these niggas at war? Like, you don't shoot a nigga crib up and then be bus buddies and rap with him. How the fuck they go get this off? But um, they released, I think, three episodes a week. They only had three up or four the other week. And then I think they put up more as the weeks go by. They're not giving you everything one shot. That's a Netflix thing I think Netflix did. But they give you everything one time. But Hulu, I guess they holding it back. But uh, it's pretty cool. I checked that out. That was dope. Um, what else is happening, man? Uh, I think I, I did talk about the decriminalization of marijuana. That you could have anything under two ounces is not a crime. So... Salute to the governor getting that done. Straight Can I talk my shit again? Um, new music wise, Post Malone dropped his album. Um, I'm, I gotta, I can't lie. I, this one ain't. This, I, I need more time with it. I need more time. Post Malone last two albums have been amazing. Big Bongs and Bentley and the other one, I think Paranoid. I would think it was called. I'm not sure. Let me look that up. I don't want to be, you know, snake and all shit out of here. This album is called Hollywood's Bleeding. It's good records on it. Um, oh yeah, Stoney was fire and Bed Bongs and Bentley was fire. So his first two albums was fucking hard. This one I gotta get into it. I gotta I gotta give it a little more time. He has records on here that are hard. Um. It's just for me, the rock records, the rock. I know he's a rock star and I know he's a white guy. And I know his music is predominantly rock based, but nah, <laughs> I like the hip hop post Malone. I don't not really. And then on this album, he does a lot more rock music and I get it. His influences and everything like that is cool. But um, nah, not for me. Um, Chasing Summer, Sir, a TDE artist. Album dropped. Fire. Great, great, great album. Um, I might give a sleep off that today. Um, and I want to say this too. I just, shout out to my boy Doughboy. Uh, he put me on to Benny the Butcher, right? Now, Benny the Butcher is one of the three rappers that make up Griselda, which is Benny the Butcher, Westside Gun, and Conway. Now, these are three brothers from Buffalo, they are family. Uh, they have a uh, their own record label called Griselda Records, and these niggas are fire, bro. I was sleep 
Now listen, Joe Budden and them talk about these niggas all the time. Maul plays sleepers from Conway, the machine, all the time. They always play shit from Benny. They always play shit from West Side Gun. I was sleep. So, I'm going to throw myself in the cup. I just started getting into these brothers. They've been around for some time. Uh, they had a little deal with Eminem. And um, that might be why I kind of like didn't listen to them. Because I heard Eminem sign people. You know, I, who the fuck is he signed other than 50 that worked? Obi Trice? Nah. I mean, who else has Eminem really signed? So when I hear he signed West Side Gun Conway, it's like, oh, okay. Benny got his own little thing going. So he don't really, he ain't got the Eminem joint. He got his own movement. But um, I did my research on I watched interviews on BJ Vlad, you know, Vlad and everybody business. And learned about them. And I, I'm a fan. I'm a fan. And um, my favorite out the three is Conway now. It was Benny. Because that's the first person I was introduced to. So I listened to I listened to uh Tana Talk 3 and then I went and listened to plugs I met. And I was like, damn, Benny Fire. But then I I heard about Conway and I heard his story, how he got shot and his head and lived, and he had like his, he had to learn how to walk again, his face is permanently screwed up. So I went to his Instagram. And I'm like, damn, this nigga really like looked fucking rough. But it's not Purposely, his face is just like that. And it's like, well, damn, if his face like that, how does he rap when you hear him? You know, the more you listen to him, you hear it. Like his, 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 you know, his mouth a little mushed up, but it's clear. You can understand him clearly. Uh, great, great story with him, Tommy Machine. I haven't really gotten into West Side Gun yet. This week, that's my homework, is to catch up on West Side Gun. I got to listen to the Hitler Projects. I heard those are pretty good. So I'm going to check those out. Big fan of Griselda now. Big fan. I'm here. I'm I'm late. I know I'm late. I'm usually on point with the music shit. But sometimes music get to me late. But when I get it, I get it. So, yeah, shalute to them. Um, what else is happening now? Um, I feel like, oh, it's Fashion Week. Salute to uh, all the fashion icons. New York Fashion Week. Um, salute to everybody out and about in the town and doing their thing in the fashion world. Um... I never really get into the whole fashion week thing because I'm a, I'm a stylish person. I'm not really into fashion. Fashion is too advanced for me. Fashion is like algebra. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to really know what the fuck you're doing. Like, certain designers you can't even wear because they're just not cool. And certain designers you should be wearing because they're on fire, but you probably never heard of that brand. But, um... Yeah, like one of the brands that's up and coming that I got my eye on is Rude, R-H-U-D-E. I personally like their stuff. I know some people are like, oh, I only like I don't like this shit, but I, I like it. Um, I feel like the Rude shit is going to kind of fill that lane that Off-White and Fear of God left open. There's an open lane for a new brand right now. I don't know if you guys are paying attention. Off-White, the clothing, cold. Fear of God, frozen. Nobody's, no, it's over. Um, right now the brands are Rude and that Milano Rouge. There's a they're, they're filling a void that need that that a new streetwear brand has to take, and they're not necessarily streetwear brands like Milan Rouge been around for a while. The Rouge shit, a lot of the top fashion people are wearing his shit. So, yeah, 
So salute to all the fashionistas and the stylish people and all of that. Me personally, I am personally, um, you know, that is my new theme for my page. Um, I have graduated from being the nigga that fixed sneakers. So now I'm going to just like showcase myself on my page through my style, through my clothing, through my stories and what I post and my thoughts. So if you come to my page now looking for like some additional sneaker work, that time has came and went. Um, if you was following me for that, I'm sorry if I let you down, but um, I have evolved past that and I'm focusing on, you know, my page basically being in my style book because um, I do at some point want to style others, you know, for events. If like, oh, I got a birthday coming up. I need a fit. Can you style me? Sure. That's ultimately what I we want to be doing going forward. Um, and to do that, you got to gain people's trust and they have to see you do it yourself. So if I can't put no looks together, how the fuck am I going to do it for other people? You know what I mean? So I'm trying to, you know, work, make that my new, my new business venture. And uh, it may take time. It may not. We'll see. But um, that's where my, that's my new direction. And then, of course, the podcast. Um as far as my mental health, I'm going to start doing this every week, too. I want to start discussing my personal mental health because you can help others through your, through, your own, through your own happenings. And to be honest, right now, this very moment today, I have zero complaints. I don't have a complaint about nothing. Um, got written up today at work. And it's fine. You know why? Last week was a little hectic, right? Four-day week, you think the week is going to be a little easy. Not at my job. My boss felt the need to um, annoy the shit out of me. And um, he came to my, to my site, and he's getting on me about labels. These labels are scratched. You need to change the labels. And I'm like, okay, no problem. I can change labels. No big deal. However... The labels that they provide that we order are trash. They flake. As soon as you take it off the paper, it's chipping. Like the paper is chipping. The ink is chipping everywhere. And when you wash these containers, because we have to wash the containers, we put things in. The water damages the labels every time. Now, if you're washing containers weekly, keeping them clean, keeping your, you know, your, uh, keeping your site up to par, your labels will have some wear and tear. Expecting me to continuously check labels daily is a bit annoying, especially when that is not my job. My job is to keep my client happy and to make sure our presentation is tops, right? Now, understand that what I just said, presentation is tops. Labels are a part of that, right? And I'm not against it. I'm all for it. If my manager tells me to do something, he expects me to do it, correct? I'm going to do it. Never said I wasn't going to do it. Now, I got a gym today from my bigger boss when I went for the write-up. A gym I got from him was when you, somebody asks you to do something, give them a date. Give them a time. This way, they give you that window for them to leave you the fuck alone. Now, if I tell my boss, yeah, I'm going to do it, that just sounds like I'm brushing them off. Yeah, I'm going to do it. I didn't say when. I didn't give him a time. So going forward now, when I tell somebody I'm going to do something, I'm going to give you a date. When are you going to do this? 
this day. That is the day. Now, if I don't have it done by that day, you got all right to raise hell. All right. So going forward, I took that gym from him. Going forward, when dealing with my boss and I'm, when they ask me for certain things, I'll give them a date. Now, if that date don't work for them, that's a different conversation and we can, we can, we can have that. But that would make everybody calm down a little bit. Like, hey, I know you need these labels done. Can I have till Thursday? See what they say. You know, that's, that's like, the, come on. That's, that's good shit. So, you know, um, my job uses Slack. Um, I don't know if, how many people are out there in, the, in these new companies or if your offices run this way. Um, Slack is a communication tool used by businesses to communicate with people in your company. So, you know, those days of sending emails back and forth, back and forth, that's old. We use Slack. You just hit a person direct. Hey, I need this. Hey, guys, what's going on? And it's like, it's a way you can speak to everybody at once without having multiple, multiple emails. You just look people up by their name. Boom, send them a message. You want them to see a certain thing, invite them to the, to the channel. They can see everything going on and they can be informed. It's a great way to communicate. Now, on Slack, I wrote my manager and I wrote in, a, in, a, in an aggressive tone. These labels are trash. All caps, I wrote this. Um, I you know what? Let me read it. I read it verbatim. What is that? What I wrote to him? I sent him a picture of a shitty label, and I wrote this to him. Now I was out of line. Was I out of line? Absolutely. And when I got the write up, I wasn't even tripping because it was like, I'll take this write up, but y'all heard me. You know what I'm saying? Y'all heard me, and that's all I really wanted was to be heard because it's like enough. Now. What I wrote to him was, here's an idea. Just throwing it out there. I know this won't happen, but I'll say it anyway. How about y'all start making better labels? All caps and like seven exclamation points with a picture attached. The following message I wrote. These are trash. (laughs) I'm not about to be here and changing labels all day, every day. Fix it on y'all in first exclamation point. Y'all send us trash and expect perfection. Fix that now. I know people are like you told that to your boss. You're crazy. Now understand. I've been being nice at my job for a long time, and it hasn't gotten me anywhere. Being nice and mentioning things in kind ways just gets you. We'll take care of it. We'll do this. We'll do that, and. What I find funny is my boss gives me that gym and doesn't use it. I couldn't believe when he said it to me. I'm like, you know, y'all don't do that at all. You can give me that information and tell me that you guys don't do that. When I asked him for something, hey, so um, one of my machines is down. I need a new machine. They'll tell me to send an email. If you're telling me send an email to someone else, why am I contacting you? I'm contacting you so you can tell me to contact someone else. And then sometimes I'll contact someone else and they'll tell me to contact someone else again. And it's like, you guys are really trash up here. Now, granted, I like my job, but the way it's run is ass backwards. And um, hopefully, you know, they, well, they heard me. They definitely heard me. 
Um, hopefully going forward, this problem can be um, rectified and we can move forward in an amicable manner. Now, me and my manager, we're good. That's my guy. He, I have no beef with him. It was just that day. Got it really, really fresh. It was a Friday. I was ready to go. I did not want to hear that shit, bro. I did not want to hear that shit. Um, <laughs> it was just a lot that day. Like, you got to understand, he hit me with maybe five messages before that. And I just flipped. And I have to get better with how I voice my frustrations. Um, that should have been a phone call. Because there would have been no proof, you know, there would have been no record. So I fucked up. Me and my haste and my poor judgment could have went worse. So I got a slap on the wrist. I'll take that. But they heard me. And sometimes, yo, I'm going to tell you another story. You got to get, yo, you have to get, you got to speak up for yourself. Don't let people just do whatever they want to you because they, they somebody in a higher position. You got a fucking opinion and use your logic and go what makes sense. Don't let people just feed you bullshit. I remember when I was at foot action, right? When I was at foot action at my store in Harlem, they, um, we had a group chat and the group chat was led by me and a couple other workers. And it was the way we all would communicate. And, you know, we needed to change a shift. We would contact each other through the group chat. If somebody needed a certain size for a release, we would contact the group chat. Yo, write my styles down for those. Um, It got to a point where it became like a management versus employee kind of thing at the store. And I was pretty much the leader of that, that group. And um, I don't regret it at all because I worked with a lot of younger people. And they didn't know that they could have opinions on things and they could speak their mind at jobs without fear of losing your job. You can, in a respectful manner, you can always speak your mind. And this goes for anything in life, not just jobs, anything. Like people you deal with at work, people you deal with in your life. You should handle things in a, in a demeanor where you, you, you're, you're not playing. I'm not, you're not going to play with me. Don't let people do things you don't like. You got to stand up for yourself because if you don't like it, it's going to keep happening. If you let somebody slap you in the face every day and you never say, yo, don't do that shit again. They're going to keep doing it until you do something. Speak up. So in the group chat. Basically, what it was is that uh, we all a lot of people called out on Labor Day last year, including me. And um, a lot of hours were cut. Because of that. And it was done out of spite. Right? It was done out of spite. Because everybody called out. And. Um, you know management felt the way. And it was like if y'all gonna call out on holidays. Then we ain't gonna get y'all hours. And we'll get all new people in here. And it's like okay that's fine. But this is a job right? Okay. So, you know. I basically had to fucking raise hell. To get my situation uh, back in normal. Back to normal. Me and my manager spoke man to man. I went up there directly and spoke to him in person. And we got some things situated. And uh, changes happened to the store. Which um, alleviated the pressure. Uh, managers were moved. 
different employees were brought in and um, things got okay for a little while. And eventually they phased me out. Do I regret doing that? Absolutely not. Because I was never supposed to be at that job as long as I was anyway. I was better than that. I was, you know, I'm worth more than that. Not saying that that job is not a decent job for people, but for me, no. I ain't belonging there. I remember an employee coming in two summers ago when I used to work downtown Brooklyn. Uh, um, an employee, a customer, he walks in the store. This, I'm, in, I'm in fucking uh, Fulton Street Foot Action. I'm in the back of the store in the uh, House of Hoops department, if you will, or wherever the fuck back there. Kicks Lounge. Kicks Lounge. I'm in the back. If you work in Foot Action, Foot Action, you know what Kicks Lounge is. I'm in the back of the store, the Kicks Lounge. Dude walks up, says, yo, you work here? I'm like, yeah. You need some help? You're like, Nah, I just want to tell you, like, you don't, you don't belong here. Now, this is a random older man. I never seen this thing. I'm like, what do you mean? He said, this job ain't for you. You don't belong here. I can see it. This is this. You don't. This ain't for you. You don't belong here. Now, I always say God will send you a message. You won't know the messenger, but the message will come from God. That right there was confirmation that, okay, this is temporary. This is this is short lived. I'm not gonna be here for a long time. And I understood that. And I always kept that in the back of my mind. and remember, like, this is just temporary. I won't be here forever. And I'm not. So always pay attention, man. Um, what else I got to say? Do I have any advice? No, I don't have advice. For advice. I sound like some fucking. Um, oh, I want to give this gym out, too. I want people to stop meaning to be with somebody. And salute to everybody that have somebody that's on the low. It's not a secret. It's just nobody's fucking business. Okay? It's not a secret. It's nobody's business. So that goes, that's, that's to let the person you're dealing with know. You are not a secret. I am not hiding you. It's just nobody's business. They don't need to know what the fuck we got going on. Just like that. That's a beautiful thing. Keep your happiness hidden. You know what I'm saying? But um, I want people to stop feeling to be relationships. All summer, me and somebody's son, me and somebody's son, you bitches ain't been nowhere all summer. Stop. Stop allowing memes to control your mind. Stop letting this internet shit, like, pressure you. I know you see happy couples online and you're like, goals. You don't know the struggles that couple has. You don't know anything. You're just looking at a picture. Let's just stop. Anybody can take a picture doing anything. Doesn't mean it's true. Doesn't mean it's real. So. And people get way too invested in other people's business too, I feel. You don't know these people. Don't, don't, don't idolize people you don't know. Don't put so much stock into people you don't know. And now y'all can say, oh, you sitting there talking about Nicki Minaj. I don't know Nicki Minaj. I'm telling you what I'm seeing. The stuff she's doing in public is for me to speak on because she did it in public. Y'all be talking about people's personal lives and don't know. I'm not talking about Nikki's personal life. I'm talking about what I'm seeing. And that's anybody. If I can see it, I can talk about it. If I don't know what you're doing, I can't talk about you. Y'all like to talk about people you don't even know what the fuck they're doing. Now the weekend. What the fuck is going on, bro? The weekend. The weekend cut his hair in a manner. That we are not accustomed to. This motherfucker looked like he's sniffing all the coke. 
Now, I'm hearing him and his lady broke up. That can be hard. But fam, do you understand the kind of music we about to get from the weekend? Oh, my nigga. A sad weekend? Nigga, the, when the weekend is in his sad bag, there's nobody better. The weekend, listen, the weekend helped me get through my depression in 2012, 11. Because of his music, my roommate would come home from work and ask me if I was okay. Yo, you good? Because the music was so dark, if you will. You know what I mean? Like, imagine you hear this coming in the house. And, uh, like, if, if the weekend going back in this bag, I want all of it, bro. I want all of this weekend. Oh, my God. Look at this. I need this. I need this weekend bag. Oh my god. Oh. Where's my other one? This right here? This is one of my favorite weekend songs ever. Oh, it's my bad. Weekend, if you coming back like that, I don't give a fuck what your hair look like. <laughs> Not that the weekend new shit is bad, but if he come back like that, I need that. That's that fall. That's that early October. Nigga, it get dark at five o'clock. I'm depressed. I need to smoke music. Like, nigga, mind you, like, nigga like me, I get off 1130 every day, so I'm coming home with the sun out regardless. But to end your day with that vibe and just sit in the room and let the smoke just float. Listening to those kind of songs. Like, it's just everything. But anyway, <clears throat> this is episode 103, right? So, of course, I gotta have a playlist for y'all. So, um, and to the people that DM me about the playlist, salute to y'all, man, because y'all ask. People want this playlist. Now, y'all, some of y'all might be annoyed with it. Like, son, this nigga do this playlist shit every week. Listen, eat a dick. My, uh,. <laughs> My uh, listeners like these playlists, okay? And damn it. So, let's, um, let's go to 03. Now, 2003 was a great year. Great year. Now, to my listeners, that's my age or older. If you remember 03, 04, 
these are golden years, right? Now, 03 was my senior year in high school. My first senior year, because I did two. But that, I'll talk about that next week. Uh, <laughs> my first senior year, I'm scrambling to night school, trying to get these credits to graduate on time. Everybody did that. Like, oh, fuck. How many credits I need? 12. Fuck. <laughs> so, this is what was out at, at, in 03. Beyonce went solo. Uh, and Jay-Z came out to be a couple. I fucking hated this song so fucking much. Of course, the women love this record. This is prime Beyonce. This is the Beyonce with the, the four kids, Beyonce. Still look innocent, Beyonce, like she barely has sex. But this record was big. Big summer tour. But this, nigga, this dropped in the like winter of 03. Oh my god, there was no nigga in the world hotter than 50. This is still going on. Luda, one of my favorite rappers ever. Luda in my top 10. Luda's in my top 10. That's my top 10. I don't want to hear my hip hop. Let me say this. Let me say this. To you niggas with top 50 lists, get the fuck out of here. I don't need to know your top 50. I'm only going to remember the first four. Don't give me your top 50 list. Give me your personal top 10. Now, these lists that come out, people get in their feelings about it. Like, oh, how could you have so-and-so over so-and-so? Fam, music is subjective. People relate to music differently. Just because you say Nas is the best don't mean he think that. And it's okay. It don't have to be a consensus agreement who's the best rapper. It don't have to be a debate who should be top five. My top five is mine. Who I like. Stop letting these fucking old heads on the radio, Ebro and fucking Rosenberg, and old ass Joe Budden. Joe Budden gonna sit there and say, where's Common on your list? Common's not on my fucking list, Duke. I'm 34. I don't fucking listen. I didn't fucking, uh, I didn't grow up listening to Common. I fucking hated Brown Sugar when they kept referring to that fucking song. I, I couldn't stand most definitely Talib Kweli. That was too much hip-hop for me. That was too black. Sometimes shit, and I want to say this too. This, this, this era we have of everything black is getting annoying. And I, 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 I know it might sound a way because I'm black and I'm saying that, but y'all are really dragging the shit. Chill out. Y'all are dragging this black shit. Oh, because you should support black, black businesses and uh, all of that is great. All of that's great. But what if I don't want to, bro? All right? No, I don't. I want to go to Target. I don't want to go to fucking Bobby's. All right? Period. Get the fuck out of here. Now, let's finish this music now. <laughs> I had to say that. All right, wait. Where was I at? I was at Luda. All right, okay. So let's go to Chingy now. Hey, dirty. Oh, yeah. Look at that girl right there. Oh, she makes me say, Oh, big tune. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh,
Left in sync. Him and Britney Spears broke up. I'm telling you, when people are sad, they make the best fucking music. Justin Timberlake just put out an album called Man in the Woods. That shit is fucking trash. This nigga married, he got kids. Don't nobody want to hear that, Justin. Leave your wife running the booth. The fuck you talking about? Can I talk my shit again? Hear what he's talking about? You was my son, you was my earth, bitch. A bitch ain't never been my son. So you took a chance. Big tune. Certified quality. Yeah, this when Jay Z had to shut that Sean Paul shit down. He was getting close. Nigga, damn near almost clipped Beyonce, nigga. Big up yourself, Sean Paul. Bomb, bomb, please. Can I talk my shit again? Big tune on three. I don't think any rapper had a better, better rookie year than 50 Cent. You are now rapping. 50 had the biggest, best rookie debut ever. He was the LeBron James of hip hop. I just twist a lot. Hey. Bitch stunts in my 745. Hey. This is your girl from Ringtone in 03. This is your girl Ringtone. This is Ringtone speed. If you had a shorty back then, 21 questions with your ringtone for your girl. Hope you can come up with answers, baby Girl, it's easy to love me now Whoa. This Whoa. little Kim still look decent Whoa. She was trying yeah. hey, Yo, Tim, man, what's the jump off right here, man? Whoa. And of course, you know Whoa. Whoa. You know Hov You can't roll a blunt to this one You gotta got got light a J You gotta light a J you gotta puff a J you gotta on this puff one. Puff a J on this one. See, niggas you don't smoke blunts no more. You gotta drink Cristal. You gotta drink Cristal. These hoes giving niggas the guidelines to life. Tyson Red One, Lil Gaja, Nine Seven. Now we on paper planes. You don't fucking smoke blunts no more. He know the vibes. Yeah. Put your roll papers out. Can I get my roll man on for one second? See some ladies tonight. If you in your car right now, you need to turn your shit up. I'm about to go in. Me, if you in the gym right now, name? turn your headphones up. Can you come with me? Possibly. That's right. Can I'm about to stop narrating and start playing records. Here we go. You already know what it's hitting for. My got whatever outside, and you know what I'm sitting on. 50 50 venture with them S dots kicking up. Can I talk my shit again? Don't wanna sound full of myself a rule, but you ain't looking at no other dudes. Cause you love me. I'm sorry, baby. So sexy. So you about a chance. You find yourself trying to do my thing. Yo, yo, we got wait, we got Miss Kelly, you come through.
Yeah. Uh-huh. Stuck one on I shoot y'all to start My wrist stay rocked up My TV's pop up in the Maybach's Benz I shoot y'all to start Nigga, you can't see me My Bentley GT got smoke gray tin I shoot y'all to start My neck stay blingin' My rims stay gleamin' Big face, right. bigger Leo, uh-huh. right? 
It's the remix. I wanted to play the original, but they ain't have it. Can't stop, won't stop, shaking in the gunners, cause we, we get down, baby. We get down, girls. I'm waking up screaming, no longer believe 
okay, okay. So now we're in the show with a sleeper. Sleeper record. Um, the record I want to play today. Um, let's see. The record I want to play today is uh, this is off um, Conway the Machines Project. Everybody is food three. The name of this song is Egyptian Cloth. Oh, let me start that over. This shit is fire. Straight up. Uh, Can I, I talk my shit again? Count the clock wise. Bake the soda, make the product and the pot rise. Up. A fuck nigga, I despise. I let a shot fly okay. and push the nigga shit lopsided. Yeah. Push the Bugatti like Speed Racer driving Mach 5. How I ain't in you niggas top five. When it come to this grimy shit, I'm the top guy. I'm that nigga. <laughs> and I don't even jot lines. I don't be writing this shit, nigga. 1500 for a spade up in one That's oak. just one bottle. Through 10,000, that's just one stroke. Uh-huh. Lay a nigga down if you want smoke. Stacking my bread, ain't trying to die and leave my son broke. I'm that nigga if you haven't heard. Hit him with a bullet from the Mac it burns. Burberry trench, I just had to splurge. Richest nigga in my city, nigga, that's my word. Word. But your style is no match for mine. Yeah. Fuck the fair cops. Free the niggas that the fair's not. one sleep. I got one more. One more and I'm going to get out of here. This is Benny the Butcher featuring Pusha T 18 Wheeler. They think OJ done it If me and Push would have linked back when I was a dealer That's an 18 willow to my town from Virginia Enough glitter on my neck and make my ex-bitch bitter I put up to the checks, pushing the Lex like I'm Jigger uh, To really make these type of checks I took my chances when I was scrambling Without no license, yes, I really took those type of risks I'm laughing at indictment threats huh. I used to sell O's, but now I outsell shows To the feds, the trail cold When I was locked, never called, but I used to send mail home Bring it back on a sailboat And I flooded my corner right after the scale broke That's your bitch, but I'm not a nigga, she tell Cause you got the bitch fly, but it wasn't Chanel, though Nothing like uh. you new gangsters pointing guns at the camera Never. 
I bet you niggas practice in the mirror, brick of money to your earlobe. Six pick same brick, something weird though. They say a hero's nothing but a sandwich. The 488 coming through like the praying mantis. My, My bitches got standards. Are you done? Loving war. It's okay to fuck a scammer. As long as he empty the bag like Black Santa. Steak dinners at Dantana's. Pick a tamra. The purple in my rainbow is amethyst. Only I can coke rap this glamorous. The only drug dealer out at Fashion Week. With an 80-20 split like Master P. Why would I ever 50-50? You ain't half of me. Benny the Butcher coming after me. Push. Can I talk my shit again? Benny the Busher featuring Pusha T, 18 Wheeler off his project Plugs I Met. Fire little seven song joint, check it out, Benny the Butcher. Also, the other song is Conway the Machine. And that song was called Egyptian Cloth off his project titled, uh, what was that? Everybody is Food 3. So, this episode 103, I uh, hope y'all have a great week. Um, t- today is 9-11. Uh, be safe out there. Um, if you're driving today, be careful. So there'll be a lot of fucking traffic, roadblocks and all that. Um, just take the train. Um, be safe. Love y'all. See y'all next week. Uh, peace. Can I talk my shit again? Did you, did you, did you, did you, did you?